growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Well, hello there, beautiful. Welcome back to another episode. And today we are talking with my dear friend, Tracy Goodwin. And I have to tell you this little story that we actually met in a mastermind and we went to lunch together. And, you know, it turns out that we both were living in California. And then here's the best part. We both lived in the same place in Dallas, Texas and worked at the same place. We were like crossing, you know, trains in the night, but it was crazy that we knew the same people. It was um, Katie Studios, which is an acting conservatory in Dallas, Texas. And she had worked there. I had worked there. And it was so surreal. You know, we knew the same people. We were laughing, telling stories, and we had so much in common. And I just knew from that moment how much I loved her and also, I, it also just brings the point back that there are no coincidences, right? People come into our lives and they're meant to be there, right? And to teach us something. And so she's just been a dear friend. We have, like I said, been in the same mastermind and I just love talking to her and with her. And you guys are in for such a treat today because Tracy is a voice command coach. And what that means is she helps you have greater authority with your voice and therefore get more clients and sales. So she has worked with Supreme Court justices. She's worked with celebrities. She's worked with TV shows. She's worked with thought leaders. So a lot of people that you would know in the industry, even James Wedmore, lots of these people, you name it, she's been there and helped them really have confidence when they speak. And even if they thought they were confident, their voice was not projecting it. And so she's going to give us all the tips. This is definitely one you're going to need to grab a pen and paper because she's going to be dropping some knowledge bombs. So welcome, Tracy. Oh, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I'm so glad to be here with you. Yes, it's, it's long overdue. We needed to do this for sure. So let's talk about I think one of the things that my audience really needs is they need to sound confident, right? And what are the ways that we might be maybe even sabotaging ourselves and not realize it when we're, we're speaking to clients, maybe when they call on the phone and, you know, ask us just for the price and kind of panic and then, you know, anything that you can tell us in terms of our voice and, and what we should know. Definitely. And I'm, I'm going to throw a bunch of things out there. If you want to take me in a different direction, absolutely take me in a different direction. But I want to say that first and foremost, people don't always think about the power of their voice 
or certainly that it is actually the most powerful instrument that they have because it is through your voice that I determine who you are. I determine everything about you. So when you say, well, they don't really speak with confidence, that can be an illusion. And what happens is there are sounds in our voice that we're putting out into the world and the listener is making their decisions on those sounds. Now that may not be the best reflection of us, yet they have decided she's not the expert. They don't know what they're talking about. And this is where voice becomes so important. Now I have a very different approach to voice. So I'm not going to say just speak louder. Okay. What my methodology is, is called psychology of the voice. And I have no doubt based on the data and the research that I've done that we have to go inside before we can use our voice in a big way outside. So one of the first couple of things I can tell your listeners that really will make them make a bigger impact and sound more confident, they're probably going to go, wait a minute, what? Because you would probably never have thought about what I'm about to say will make you sound more confident. First and foremost, and this is step one of psychology of the voice, get out of the future. You are in the future deciding what we're thinking about you, or you're in the past dragging in that negative story that no, they didn't buy. They thought I was too expensive. They're not going to see how we waver. We, we go, Oh, they're going to, they said no. That last guy said no. That last woman said no. I know they're going to say no again. We've gone past and future. And when we are in the past or the future, our voice is going to flatline. It's going to, we're going to have a hesitation in our voice because I'm thinking about what you're thinking about my price or I'm dreading my price. Well, the listener is taking that sound and subconsciously going, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because we haven't revealed that we are the expert. So does that mean they're not speaking with a full voice because there's no air behind it or what? I saw, I could hear that example that you did when you were like, you know, how you changed Mm -hmm. your, the way you were speaking, but what does that mean? Is that right? Or um, probably yeah. yeah, let me go with a with something technical. So the mind, the subconscious, the they're not going to buy has actually created a habit in the muscle memory. And that habit muscle memory of how we speak. And that habit might be a hesitation. It might be a quieter. It might be I got to get all the words right. So I've got to tell you a whole bunch of words. And, you know, one of the things I see when people, my entrepreneurs, they go to selling, they're talking and they're talking and they really quickly get by the, you know, they get by the price and the product or something really quick because they've already decided they don't want to buy it. These people don't want to buy it. So what happens, we have to look at this from a getting out of your head perspective because it's in, when you are in your head, that is when you are technically being quieter or disconnected from the breath or dropping your endings or speaking so fast because you want to get to the other side of it and make sure you got it right. So we have to stop. We have to get connected to the message. The message is, what do I really want these people to know? Here's the thing. The message is in your heart. The voice is the orchestra of your heart. So we're not, yeah, right? Right. So good. Yeah. So when I can work from the place of 
you know what? I actually am really good at what I do. And I really want to share with April about how exciting it is that I can help her and how cool this will be or whatever it is. You see, when I drop down and talk from my heart, now my voice goes to work. And it does, you know, we've got a technical aspect that we can look at, like, do we need to breathe more? Do we need to pause more? We can definitely talk about those technical pieces. But first and foremost, you're not going to have any power until you start speaking from your heart and owning. I, I use this term and I'm careful when I use it. There's a couple of things I can give your listeners. One is boldly own it like it's a fact. I know what I'm talking about. Why all of a sudden am I talking like I'm speaking a foreign language that I don't know anything about? I created this. Boldly own it like it's a fact. Everything you say, even when you don't know, even when you don't know the answer, boldly own that you don't know. That's a big part of confidence is that, yep, I'm owning it. And I'll tell you why people don't do that. They fear that confidence is arrogance. Mm. And we've all known that arrogant person and our subconscious went, we're never going to act like that guy or that girl. So we're afraid to boldly own what it is we know to be true. And then I tell people work from the place of, and I, and I use the term act as if, but it doesn't mean I want you to act because I, I don't want you to act. The goal is that I'm trying to find the best version of you to deliver to them but act as if the outcome's yours. This has been the biggest financial game changer for my people across the board is get out of the outcome and know that it's yours and have a conversation with me. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Like we've heard before that your success is inevitable Mm -hmm. and that um, you are here to serve and you do great work is also good. Yeah. And then, so what would be another example if someone maybe calls on the phone and they are asking for the price? I think you gave like three examples there of, you know, they they kind of talk really low or kind of mumble over the words. They speed up or they hesitate. Are, Are there any other ways where they might not realize that they're doing it. Cause I think that's, those are one of the, I mean, those are perfect examples because you wouldn't realize that you were doing those things. Right. And it all goes back to get out of your head because if you go into your head and start bracing for, they're going to ask me how much and I'm going to have to deliver this price and they're going to think it's too much. And you've got this whole story. You've got this whole narrative going in your head about how it's not going to work out. First and foremost, get back to the now. But we've got to really, you know, I'm going to say the same thing. We've got to really boldly own, yeah, it's $4,200 and it is going to be incredible for you, right? So you have to own, if I'm deciding that you're not going to pay that much, that is what is going to create the hesitation. I can't decide. I don't know what you're thinking right now. I don't know what you're thinking. I can never know what you're thinking. So you get back in that now and you boldly own it and you don't brace for it and you don't skip over it. It's just a conversation. Take all the weight off of it. That's something I'll say to people. I I will say, toss it away. And I talk about conversation, like I'm having this conversation with you. 
I can talk to a total stranger the same way. I don't know who's on the other end of that phone, but I'm talking to Bill and Judy because I'm always talking to Bill and Judy. And if I can put it in that real perspective, I'm going to be more conversational, which is really what we want. We don't want to skip over. We don't want red flags. It's just a conversation. And I think part of it, though, is we really have to be okay with it. And we really have to believe it goes back to that owning. We really have to buy in to the result that we're giving and the price that we're giving. And if we do, which most people do, they've set their price, they're good with it. What happens is they sabotage themselves out of fear. And it's 100% okay to give that full buy-in. How am I going to buy in if you don't buy in? If I hear you wavering, you have just placed into my subconscious waver. Mm-hmm. I call it foreshadowing. And so what happens is a lot of times we put in our voice what we don't want them to do. So they do it and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that if we bring in the past and get in the future. So you do want to take your time. Speed is a part of it. And and a lot of people, they, they go really fast. Let me get to the other side of this. I got to make sure I got this right. I got to get off this call. They're not liking me. That's the worst thing you can do. That is the worst thing that you can do because I don't know what you know. So I want you to think about how do you feel about what you're talking about? And how do you want me to feel? I mean, I really want you to know how powerful your voice is. And I work from that place because I want you to get excited about the work that we can do together. So you slow down and you own it and you work from how do I want them to feel or even connect to how do I feel about the fact that my price is $4,200, but I'm so excited about what we're going to create with that. Whatever I want, I have to put it into your subconscious through how I say it. That's so good. So, so good. So now let's say that they're doing a video and they're talking about their brand or they're, you know, someplace showing up. What are like some of the common mistakes that you see with entrepreneurs, business owners, and in this case, it's beauty business owners that are speaking about their brand or just kind of, you know, public speaking type of thing? First and foremost, 99.5% of the time, what you think we're thinking, we're not thinking. And what we do is we get on to about take 17, take after take, after take, after take, and we get the grip so tight, trying to get the words right, trying to get it perfect. I don't like the way I look. That is the one of the biggest things I saw come out of the pandemic is that everybody went on Zoom and it freaked everybody out because it was different. And we see ourselves and we've decided, we've got this narrative going, right? So first and foremost, don't do 42 takes because that is making it worse with every single take. The grip is getting tighter. It's like taking a garden hose and twisting it where the water's not going to come out, even though the water's going to come on. You've got to work from the place of, I do know what I'm talking about, and I am going to get this right. Here's the thing, and this is the irony. How do I know if you got it right? I don't know what you know. 
So we don't need a script. We don't need all the perfect words. I will see people get halfway through a video and they start it over because they forgot to say, hey, work from the place of I'm going to say exactly what I need to say. Like you said, there were no coincidences. I work from the place of I'm going to say what they need to hear. I know my stuff. I will prepare. But when I say prepare, I don't mean have a full script and a, even a teleprompter. I'm iffy on that. Okay. I'll, I'll negotiate with you. But what are the three main points? Because we think we need a script. We don't. It's a trick of the subconscious to keep us safe. All we need is a net. You know your stuff. I know my stuff. They know their stuff. In this video, I'm talking about XYZ. All I have to do is write XYZ on a sticky note and I've got a net and here I go. That's one of the things, but come out of the gate strong, create an experience. What you are creating an experience with your voice. How do you want to come out of that gate? What is in the first 30 seconds? What do you want me to feel? Can you give us an example of that? Like how done properly we, we should do that? Come out of the gate. Yes, with our voice. Yeah. yeah. This is where I, I will say to my people a lot of times, have a feel for how you want to start the video. Have a feel. What is What represents your brand? What doesn't represent your brand is, hi, everybody. Today, I'm going to talk about something, and I think you're going to really like it. It's going to be really good because that's, that's not going to work. You, that's not your brand. Okay. What is your brand? How do you want to start your videos? Do you, you know, I don't personally start with, hi, everybody, how you doing? Because that's what everybody else does. I start from the place of, I want to come out of the gate strong and I want to reel you in. So I'll start sometimes with a question. I might say, I want you to know what your biggest mistake is. Do you want to know? Your biggest mistake is you think you've unleashed your voice. And you haven't. And then off I go. So I might start out with a question. I might start out with a statement. But whatever you start with, you say that first line and you pause. Let them get in the plane. Don't go off down the runway and in the, you've, you're taking off and they're running behind you. They don't know what you know. Let them get in the plane. So instead of, hi, everybody, how you doing? You can start with, you're not going to believe. What just happened? I'm thinking to myself, right? And then off you go. And they're in the plane and they're with you. You've hooked them. It's like all the waving and things. People will ask me about that. Why are people waving and making faces and all of that? And I say, because they're trying to get attention, but that won't keep our attention. The goal is you've got to hook us, get us in the plane, get us buckled in and take us to the destination. And the way you do that is you bring your words to life and you bring your words to life by letting me know who you are and how you feel. That's so good. So, so good. I'm just taking it all in. It's so good. Can you give us another example of bringing your words to life? Or ways that people, you know, maybe that you examples from the past where people were sabotaging themselves or anything, anything like that. Yes, definitely. I've got a couple of things I, I can share on that, but I want to say something about endings real quick for your listeners too. We need that strong opening, but we also need a strong ending. 
And I know a lot of people, especially on live streams, a lot of different arenas, they kind of, well, finish. The most important part is the front end and the back end. How are you going to get me to listen? What are you going to leave me with? Right? What were my snacks on the plane? Because I'm going to carry them out in my pocket. What was my takeaway? So you want a strong ending too, whether that's a, you know, and here we could go back to selling. Don't slip by that call to action, you know, and by my, you know, do that. No. How do you get me excited? I would love it if you guys would follow me on Instagram. I'm doing some great videos over there and I know it would benefit you in big ways. Boom. Mic drop. You're out. But to answer your question, one of the things that people do is they stay on one note. Everything is the same. I'm delivering information because I'm giving all the power to the words. Everything is in the information and sit down because I've got some information for you and I've got a lot of information and here's a little bit more information. We've given all the power to the words. The world did that to us. And I'm not saying the words and what you're teaching is not important. It's the message. But it can't all have the same value. A ham sandwich is not the same as a building on fire. Why are we saying them the same? Right? And so you can think about, it literally goes back to, how do I feel about this? One of the things that I do with people is I have them pick a shade of blue. There's a ton of shades of blue, right? Well, then why do we all say, why do we always say blue? I want you to think about your shade of blue and then say the word blue because baby is going to sound way different than midnight. Okay. So that's a little context there. But in order to move away from one note, first and foremost, we've got to start with emphasis. What are the words that I want to give weight to? Where do I, you notice I just hit some words. That's emphasis. So we start with that because if everything's the same, everything starts to sound like banana, 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 banana. And then you're like, why can't I get any followers? Because they checked out. Every seven seconds, our brain tells us to check out. If you're giving the same value, I don't know how to feel. But that holds hands with, and this is the second biggest game changer in the money arena for my people. You got to show me who you are. I call it the bits of you. And if you're sarcastic, what do you do? Are you sarcastic? Are you sweet? Are you, do you snort laugh? What do you do? Right? You should be the same on your videos as you are at Thanksgiving dinner. Or the same with your best friend, Judy, at the coffee shop. Or the same talking to people you know, like, and trust. There's no video voice. We don't become different. In fact, that's one of the problems is we go into this, I've got to be professional mode and I'm going to do a video with a lot of words, so get ready to listen. No, talk to me. Talk to me and show me those bits of you. Those bits of you will add the value that's not the same. It changes the value, but what it does, here's what it does, April, that makes it so powerful. Now I know you get me. Now I know you're my girl. You're the one to help me. Now you stand out above everybody else that's hiding who they are in their voice. I don't know. It's like a, it's like a radar. I'm listening for the sounds in a voice that feel my pain. And when you reveal it to me, then I go, yep, 
there's the one. I just don't even know what to say. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's and I'm it's interesting because I'm listening to you as you model it. As you tell us, like you said, mm-hmm. the message, but then also model it with your drop, with yeah. your airiness, with your pause, with your, with all of the things, right? Like, yeah. and I don't know, guys, if, if you're just listening to this, if you're really picking up on all of that. So I would highly encourage you to rewind and not first hear the message, but then hear how she delivers the message at different parts when she's really just walking the talk, right? She is actually doing it. Well, I wanted to say something about what you just said from a technical perspective. Okay. I'm talking from an organic perspective because it's easier because I don't want people to get in their head because that's part of the problem is they're trying to get it right and thinking. But what you just said there from an organic perspective are you pausing? Are you being loud and quiet? Are you going fast and slow? Are you getting higher and lower? Are you elongating words to show me degrees of emotion? Do you really like chocolate pie or do you really like chocolate pie? I will determine who you are and if you're my person from those elements, those five elements. So from a technical perspective, you could look at it that way too. Just don't get overthinking about, okay, hold on a minute. I just paused. I just went, you know, don't have a checklist, right? (laughs) Yeah. And it's so true because I'm thinking usually when I show up for a live video, I'm super excited, a bit quirky. There's always something weird that's going to (laughs) happen that I can't. And, And actually that's almost why I like live video more because it just lets me be just a little bit dorky and just lets me be me and have fun versus, you know, trying to be all perfect and buttoned up because that's just not my life by any stretch. But I probably, if I try to think about all of those things, mm-hmm. it's, you know what I mean? I, I can hear somebody at home going, oh, I could barely get the message out, let alone get the message out in the right way. Right. And so yeah. other than obviously work with you, follow you. We're going to tell guys, we're going to tell you all the ways you can find Tracy because you are going to want to seek her out when you really understand the full power of this. But what are some little steps that they could do now? Sure. Well, I'm going to go back. One of them, I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, go back to message. And message is not, I don't talk about message in the way that you probably talk about message or think about message. Message in my world is one line. What do I really want them to know? I really want you to know your voice is the most powerful instrument you have. And when I work from that place, now I'm connected to my heart. And when I'm connected to my heart, I'm going to get that organic movement. Never, ever, ever work from the place of And it's a process. All right. So don't beat yourself up if you do this later today after I just gave you three nevers, but (laughs) don't don't stop trying to get it right. Because when you go up in your head and you're trying to get it right, you're assessing all the time and you're going to fall flat. So work from that message. But here's another thing you can do. What is your go-to? Everybody has a go-to. Some people go to fast. Some people go to slow. Some people go to, some people are loud all the time. Loud, 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 loud. Some people are quiet all the time. 
Okay. Go to your go-to, figure out what it is and start rolling in the opposite. So if I am fast all the time and fast, I'll tell you of the five elements is the weakest and the most chosen. All right. And I could tell you why, but we go really fast. We go really fast. Okay. If that's your go-to, I don't know that you need to stop doing it because it's a part of who you are, but you need to start rolling in some slow so that we have fast and we have slow. And the real power here is that everybody has a voice aversion and they don't even know it. Some people can't listen to loud. Some people can't handle slow. Some people can't handle fast or whatever it is. If you're not using all these elements, you are losing a part of your audience simply because if you go fast and they can't handle fast, they're going to check out and they very well may be your person. So you've got people that are, that are even thought leaders, these hundreds of thousands of followers, they're missing audience because they're not playing all the shades. And so the person who can't handle loud is like, mm, man, I don't know. But if you can do loud and quiet and fast and slow, see, my version is loud. I can't handle it. If you loud me the whole time, I'm, I'm out. But if you do all the elements, I can totally handle loud. So what is your go-to and start rolling in the opposite? The other thing I would say is start getting comfortable in the pause. It is the most powerful tool you have because in the pause, in your listener's subconscious, they process you care about them. And nobody likes the pause. I want to hurry and get through that pause. I don't like that. They're, they're, I know what they're thinking. They're, they're thinking, I don't know what I'm talking about. Are they going to cut me off or whatever? And that is your, that is your power tool right there. I can put that price down. I can say it's 4,200 and I'm going to say it with feeling because I'm so excited about working with you. I'm not in the future of you deciding if you're going to buy or not. No, I know you're going to buy and I'm going to own that 4,200 and then I'm going to sit here and I'm going to smile at you. And you're going to know that I care about you so much. I'm giving you time to think. Yeah. And it's so good because we think that's awkward silence and mm -hmm. therefore we want to break the tension. So we talk instead of giving them a moment. I mean, I remember when I first learned that and even heard you say it, it, it was like the light came on because I know it might be from growing up in Texas and then moving to New York City, I felt like I needed to talk faster because mm -hmm. things are slow in Texas. And so, you know, I felt, and I even now listen to things. I prefer to listen at two times the speed yeah. when I play things back and sometimes even three times the speed. And my husband will say, how are you listening to that? What is, that sounds horrible, but I like it. I like to hear it fast. Um, and then if there's something I need to hear again, I'll slow it down and listen to it one more time, like a little slower. But I, I feel like I like to consume fast. But when I learned that, take a beat. Uh -huh. Then people say, well, what did she just say? Or, you know what I mean? It does right. kind of command attention of like, oh, that's something powerful. And it kind of brings us back. And so... Yeah, that it's all so good. Well, and that, and that's how you make the impact. If I'm going to tell you this amazing thing that I can do for you, but I'm hurrying past it, you don't know what I know. So I've got to drop that impact nugget and tell you 
This is going to change your life if I know it to be true. This is going to change your life. So I love what you did there. You almost dropped it. You like dropped the beat and had the the breath before, because sometimes if you do it maybe after, they're like, wait, what did she just say? Right. So maybe you should take that pause, then say the punchline type of thing. Yeah. Or, or, you know, break it like how you did. Well, what I just did, and I didn't even know I was going to do that. I just did it in the moment, but it wasn't calculated. That's what I call pointed, where I want you to know. You're not going to miss that, right? But you can do a pause beforehand. You can say, this is what I want you to know. What I want you to know is that X, Y, Z, or I might drop it. Your voice is the most powerful instrument you have if you know how to use it before I go on, right? So you can just play with it. But the most important thing is do it. Now, that was kind of getting fancy. You make an impact to make an impact. Don't start worrying about, oh, my goodness, what's the impact statement This is just food for thought. This is just seed planting. Just start pausing to begin with. Start getting comfortable in it. And then maybe you pause before you say the price, or maybe you pause after you say the price, or maybe you ask a question. Okay, so here's another example. We ask questions and we keep talking, especially in video. You want to make more money? Because I can show you how to make more money. No. Do you want to make more money? Because I can show you how to make more money, right? See, I, I asked you like I really wanted to know. Like if we were sitting at the table having coffee. It's just a conversation with strangers you don't ever see or know. And you know what happens when you go to that place? You start getting DMs that say, I feel like you're sitting at the kitchen table having coffee with me. How do you do that? Because that's what I'm doing. I'm sitting there with you in my mind's eye having coffee. And, you know, the thinking about selling, and I'm, I'm spinning in a different direction, but I just thought of something I wanted to add when we talk about these sales calls or these videos or dropping these impact statements. We tend to buffer. We tend to like, you know, maybe it would be interesting if you thought about buying this product, but I don't know if you're interested in thinking that way. Do you see how I'm buffering and I'm justifying all the reasons why you really shouldn't? We think we're direct and we're not. We're buffering because we feel like, ooh, I don't know if you're going to like this or this might be too much. And, And, you know, a lot of people are people pleasers. A lot of people are peacekeepers. A lot of people feel like they have to, I got to convince you to buy this from me. No, all of that is your problem. How would you tell Bill and Judy about your product? You know, oh my gosh, Bill, I've got this amazing thing I wanted to share with you. It's XYZ and it's 4,200. What do you think about that? I'm not buffering. I'm not justifying my existence of my product. I'm, I'm expressing What I really want you to know, and what I really want you to know is this can change your life. Full buy-in. Full stop. I'm shaking my head. I'm taking it all in. That's just listening to this is just knowing that this is 
like I'm just, I mean, I don't even know the questions I want to ask anymore <laughs> because, because I am so, I have come out of like the interview mode and I am just like, tell me more. I'm hanging on. I'm right. literally, I'm hanging on to every word and really processing it. Right. And fully. Yeah. I'm thinking about how I can apply it, but also, which I know anyone listening is probably doing the same thing, right? You're going to catch yourself. I just love that simple example of take what you're doing or what your go-to is and try practicing the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we stay on that one note, basically what we're doing is we're, we're showing them who we are. So in their mind's eye, they're having a checklist going, Oh, okay. I get what she's doing. And then I'm going to check Facebook or I'm going to check out because every seven seconds. And I'll tell you, when I started doing this work, it was two minutes. The checkout was two minutes. We could keep our attention span for two minutes. Now it's seven seconds. So every seven seconds, my brain is going, well, unbeknownst to me, is going, hey, what's on Instagram? Hey, look over there. Hey, why don't you get a snack? And when everything is fast or everything is the same, everything is one note, everything is a ham sandwich, you've given me permission to check out. And then I, I don't know. Then I missed it. Yeah. And what about when women, I see this happen when we talk too high in our voice or when we get, cause when we get excited, we get very high. And does mm-hmm. that, does that lose, do we lose credibility there? Or obviously you want some high and some low, but what is that where we, it, it's definitely is excitement, but there, but there's gotta be more to it than just that. There's a lot around that. And I'm glad you brought that up because this is what I see people do. They, I believe this is what in the corporate world, this can be something that keeps women from breaking through the glass ceiling. Mm. Is if I'm, if I'm up here, then I'm asking your permission and I'm not really being the expert. So my words are saying that I'm the expert, but it goes back to where we started today. If I'm stuck in a high pitch or if I'm turning statements into questions, then you are subconsciously processing that and you're going, okay, her words sound like she knows what she's talking about, but why is she asking me? And then steal off. And a lot of it is societal. If we, There's a lot of societal implications around women's voices and men's voices. They're just different. But if you look all the way back in literature, women are taught you need to be nice. And the opposite of nice, you know, you have this pendulum. We've got nice over here. And we all know what the opposite is on the other end of the pendulum. And we don't want to be that. So we stay over here and everything's good. And we can literally, women come to me and men do it too. And their sound is locked in that position. Their muscle memory, they have trained to stay up there all the time. And what happens, so that pitch is very, very important. It is how the trust is built. Melody, science has proven us, which is the up-down, is how we establish trust. If I'm locked up here, then you're not going to trust me. There's no way you can because I'm locked in that space. So I want you to be you. And if, and if you, I mean, I get excited. Like I've done, I have started podcast episodes where I squealed. I know I squealed, right? But that's who I am. But I don't stay up there. 
So you play that moment of, oh my gosh, this is so cool. But you don't stay in that moment. You go to a different element. You get in a different zone. Even if everything is exciting, your listeners might be thinking, yeah, but if everything's exciting, well, this is where we can really go down a rabbit hole of, okay, what are all the shades of excitement? Think about anger. It's not just anger. There's rage. There's seething. There's frustration. They're all different. So maybe here is excitement. Maybe this is excitement, but maybe this is too. Right. So you think about it like a playground, like what is this experience I want to create for you? I call it the voice journey. And it all goes back to what do I want you to feel? Maybe I do want you to feel excited, but then what else do I want you to feel? Because in life, good grief, are we not moment to moment? Everything's not excitement and everything's not anger and everything's not frustration And that is what we're robbing our listeners of, is that we're real too. When I'm on and in video and here we go and congratulations, you don't know who I am. And that's not real life. And now more than ever, people are desperate for connection. They need to know who you are. They want to connect with you. And the only way is when we play the anger and play the sadness and play the grief and all of those things like that example of excitement, but you are sabotaging your success when you ask my permission. That goes back to owning. I know what I'm talking about. And that that's the middle that when I know what I'm talking about, I'm not over on the right side where the, you know, what is no. And this is why people struggle with confidence. Confidence dances. Well, I said this confidence dances right next to arrogance. I don't want to be arrogant like that guy or that girl or whoever. So I'll just be nice. I'll just keep them happy. And and maybe that's not what they're looking for. Maybe the real you is, hey, I'm not playing that game. Let's go. And you just lost them because you didn't show up as yourself. And that's what they were looking for. You didn't show me the bits of you. Mike drop. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. I mean, selfishly, I could keep you here forever just because I love hearing all of this. I love learning from you, but we can follow you. So tell us how we can follow you. Podcasts, socials, Mm -hmm. all the stuff. Give us the lowdown. Sure. So on the website and is CaptivateTheRoom.com. The podcast is Captivate The Room. And then on Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, it's some of it's captivate the room. And then, well, of course on clubhouse, it's Tracy Goodwin. I'm just getting into that arena, but getting going over there, but pretty much Tracy Goodwin or captivate the room. You'll find me. Yes. So that's all the places you can find Tracy. We'll have it in the show notes. Of course, we'll have all that information, ways to reach out other things that you would like them to know that you have going on ways to work with you is just contact you through social Yes, I do a group program and I'll be launching my next one late April, early May. I do it a couple of times a year. It's a really fun program. And then I work with people individually. But yeah, definitely I'm dropping knowledge bombs everywhere I can go. So definitely tune in and see what you can learn. Yes. 
Guys, if you found this valuable, which if you didn't, you're crazy. So (laughs) I mean that in a loving way, but um, you need to go back and re-listen again, because if I wasn't so captivated, I I would have had pages and pages of notes. So I am going to go back and re-listen and take notes. So if you did, definitely make sure you find Tracy. Make sure you also take a screenshot of this as you're listening to it, of this episode, just wherever you're listening to it, iTunes or so forth, and tag her and myself on social so we can know that you enjoyed it and let us know. We'd love to hear. Reach out to her for sure. Tracy, how would you like to end this? What would be your final message to us or how would you find this complete? The one thing that I want to say is, and it's going to go back to something that I've already said, probably ad nauseum, I'm not sure, but stop deciding that we don't want to hear your voice. Stop deciding what we're thinking. Stop deciding that price is too much or you're not good enough. You're worthy because you are. Full stop. Your voice, somebody's waiting to hear your voice right now. So use your voice. Use your voice in big ways. Here is your permission slip. Full stop. I'm calling it one of the most downloaded episodes. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. So, so good. As always, I just, I love you so much to you. And um, guys, you definitely need to check Tracy out. So, so good. And thank you as always for being here with me um, to the audience. And thank you, Tracy. Oh, thank you. I love you. And it was so good to see you and be here with you and your listeners. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, guys. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, Hugs and High Fives. See you next week.